Yang. Here's to nights that turn into mornings and friends that turn into family. Cheers! Hello, hello, and welcome to the Friendship IRL podcast. I'm your host, Alex Alexander. My friends, they would tell you, I like to ask the hard questions. You know who I am in the group. I'm the person that's saying, okay, I'm going to ask this question, but don't feel like you have to answer it. And now I can be that friend for you too. Hi, friends. It is so great to be back here in front of the microphone, hanging out with you. Holiday break that I just took was nice, but I really, really do love putting the show out for all of you every week. So I'm excited to be back and welcome to 2024. If you are listening to this episode when it's released, here we are. I'm going to say at the beginning of 2024, even though we're halfway through January, but we eased in, okay? We eased in. Now, today's topic is friendship goals, friendship intentions. I know it is the new year. Maybe you are a goals and intentions person. I am. Maybe you're not. But you can set friendship goals, friendship intentions any time of the year. Really, we should just be doing this regularly. You're going to hear me talk about how I suggest actually kind of doing this every three months. So this is an evergreen episode, even though I'm releasing it. At the beginning of 2024. Now, why would we want to set friendship intentions or goals? Well, I think a lot of people are just taking one action after another when it comes to their friendships without much thought as to why they're doing so. They're repeating old patterns or doing what they think they should do, which I'm saying in air quotes, instead of really thinking about what their ideal vision of social wellness, friendship, connection is, and how they might get there. And I want to say, like, I say ideal vision with a grain of salt here, because whatever's ideal is going to be a moving target. By the time you get there, hopefully you'll get a little bit of time to enjoy it. But then it's really likely that the target will probably move a little bit again. You know, I know this firsthand. What I always thought was kind of my ideal friendship vision, I would say in maybe 2018, 2019, we had a bunch of friends who had moved here. They all lived around us. We were getting together all the time. Mind you, at this time, nobody had kids. Well, that's a lie. There was one little baby, but most people didn't. And it was just like easy and regular and present and truly felt like my ideal vision. And then we had, I think, five sets of friends move away in a six-month period. And my ideal vision came crumbling down. And I had to take a step back and I had to reevaluate what my new vision was because people have moved away. We had to adjust. Like, what is going to feel good to me? Where can I invest my energy now? Now, I've said this before, but I think that thinking about your friendships your connection, your social wellness. All those are interchangeable in this episode, by the way. When you think about this, most people are not thinking about this as a habit or a skill or something to be intentional about. So step one, welcome. You're already ahead of the curve. And 
the joy is that there are other areas of your life where you are already making changes. You're learning new skills. You know, I like to talk about learning to play the guitar, learning to weight lift, deciding you're going to get your finances in order, that you're going to set some savings goals. You are used to doing this exact same thing and we can do it in friendship. So how do we do that? Number one, you decide that friendship, community, connection, social wellness, that it matters. You decide that it matters. I think by listening to this podcast, you have probably already decided that it matters. But if you don't think that this is worth your effort and energy, you're not going to do it. So you have to decide that you want to make this a priority, even if it's a small one in your life. Number two, you have to set aside some time to reflect and check in on your current status. So if this, we compare this to your finances, right? This would be the moment where you sit down and you take that big scary breath and you look at the status of your accounts. How much money is there? How much have you saved? What do you have to do to hit your retirement goals? Whatever they are. How much do you need to put in your emergency fund? Like taking inventory, which might bring up a little shame or guilt because it's not where you want it to be. But the only way we're going to get it there is by paying attention to it and putting some energy there and making some small changes. Next, you're going to look at your overall big picture. You can't just say, I want to save money. That's not very specific. That's going to be hard to achieve. Like, how do you know you've done what you need to do? So instead, you're going to sit down and say, I want to build up my emergency fund, right? You're going to get a little bit more specific. And we're going to do the same thing with friendship. You're going to look at the areas of your life that maybe you want to build more friends in. I have a couple categories you can check in on, but you're going to get in there and you're going to actually lay out like, what do you want it to look like in the end? And then once you have what you want it to look like, you're going to break those down even further into like, what are the actions you are taking to get yourself there? So in the finance realm, this would be automating a monthly amount into your emergency fund. Might be deciding you're going to eat out one time less a month and you're going to transfer that money in there. It's these small shifts that you're making. Now that you've decided on these small, specific actions, you are going to take action. We actually have to do the thing. We can't just talk about it forever. You have to decide you're going to do it and then you got to do it. And just like any other goal, you're going to check back in. You're going to give yourself some time. I like to, as far as the, or not the finance goals, the friendship goals, I like to say, check in with yourself in about three months. Now, you might need to extend this goal or these actions a little further out in time, but some things, like you might start to integrate them in your life and see an impact in three months and you can make some new goals and actions. So as you can see, friendship goals are just like any other goal or shift or change you want to bring about in your life. You're going to pay attention to it. You're going to take inventory of it. You're going to take action and then you're going to check in. You got this. Now, I mentioned before that in that part where you're reflecting, there are some categories I want you to think about. Here are the categories to reflect on. Like, where is your current status here? Number one is consider your time. Most people tell me that they don't have any time for friendships. This is a huge one. 
So I'm going to ask you, can you find time? Can you find 15 minutes twice a week for friendship? Can you find one five-minute section every morning where you maybe send a thinking of you text message? Can you sacrifice one night a week at home on the comfy couch that you have where you watch a TV or scroll? And can you instead tell yourself that once a week you're going to prioritize spending time with your people? Can you sacrifice one night a week of putting your kids to bed? Can you do some of this in service of shifting your financial, or not your financial, your social wellness over time? Whatever you can find for time, whether you find it, whether you sacrifice for it, whether you shift things around for it, just consider what you really feasibly can make possible. Next, you're going to consider your habits. So you could be looking at yourself, reflecting, and saying that, you know, I'm really bad at returning phone calls. So this year, I'm going to focus on voice memos instead. Or I really am going to focus on responding to those text messages. Or I'm going to start letting myself off the hook about the text messages. Maybe instead of trying to force yourself to respond to text messages every day, you need to just accept that this is who you are and give yourself permission to not feel guilty if you only respond to text messages once a week because then you'll actually do it. That could be a goal, just FYI. Another habit could be instead of lurking when you're online, actually deciding that this year you're going to be social. You're going to respond in those groups that you're in. You're going to send DMs to people. You're going to share that meme. You're not going to second guess whether you're bothering them. People are just going to start to recognize your name in that neighborhood group you're in. Another area you are going to want to reflect on, check in with yourself, is the types of people. Now, there's a couple like subcategories to this. It can be the types of people you want to meet. What do I mean by that? What do you want to do with your people? Like, Are there interests that you have that you're currently doing alone, or maybe you're not doing, but you wish you could do with somebody? So for me, that could be stand-up paddleboarding or walking, reading, cooking. For you, it might be bird watching or chess. Maybe you want to meet some people or deepen connections with people about a certain area of your life. So you want parent friends. Or you want to get to know more people who have the same profession as you so you can reach out and bounce ideas off them. An example I use all the time is that I want to meet more entrepreneur friends who get what it's like to be on your own because a lot of my friends that I currently have work in corporate. You might also want to lean into making some new connections in a certain season of life that you are in. Maybe you are currently a caretaker for an elderly family member, or maybe you have a kiddo in your life with a medical complexity. Maybe you're a parent of multiples, twins, triplets, quadruplets, and you wish somebody else understood what it was like to be balancing that. So are there certain things about your life right now that it would be helpful to have people around you who are in a similar season and get it? Because those could be people that you have a goal of meeting. Now, my final place to check in with yourself would be to just take a moment of self-reflection and look at any friendship problems you're regularly having. Look at any conversations you're having on repeat. Maybe look at any places that you're guilting or shaming yourself. It doesn't have to come from someone else. It can come from you. What about areas where you're overwhelmed? 
take a moment and be honest with yourself about what's going on in your friendship because those might be great goals or intentions. Whether it's letting go of that guilt or that shame, or it's having a conversation that will help to repair a friendship, or brainstorming ideas of how you might approach a problem differently, those could all be your intention. Great. Here's what we've done so far. We have decided that this matters. We've spent a little time reflecting and thinking about like what we wish our vision was, what our trajectory is, where we wish we could get to. Now, we're going to take some of the vision and the trajectory and we're going to break those down into actions. These are going to be our intentions or goals, like the things we are going to do over the next three months. And I want to give you six tips for making those. The first tip for making really great friendship intentions is to be intentional. And I know I've said that word probably 9 million times at this point in the podcast episode, but if you do nothing else, do this. So many people walk around and they have these big goals. They say, you know, I just want to meet some new friends. And that's so overwhelming. You walk through your day and like, are they my friend? Are they my friend? Are they my friend? Would they be a good friend? Like you don't know. So you need filters because then you will take intentional actions and put yourself in intentional places. So what this looks like when you're being intentional with these actions is let's say you want to meet running friends. You've gotten specific. Now let's be intentional about where you're using your energy to make that happen. If you want to meet running friends, you should join a running group or a running Facebook group. You should go to local meetups that focus on running. You should attend an event at a local running store. Like I said, if you want to make more running friends, it's great to say that, but now you're going to be intentional about where you're putting yourself and how you're using your energy so that you are in the best position possible to add that type of connection to your life. Tip number two, lean into your interests. Now, the running is an interest, right? But when I say lean into your interests in any sense, the reason I'm saying this is because There can be a lot of pressure when you want to meet new people or reconnect with old friends. That like if you leave and you feel awkward or you're second guessing, did I say weird things? All the pressure, the make or break of this time you just spent was whether or not you connected with this friend. And when you lean into your interests, there's a second marker of quote unquote success in how you're using your time. So not only Are you judging whether or not you connected deeper with your friend? But you also could say to yourself, man, I really liked that hike. It just takes a little bit of the pressure off. That's the whole point of this, is that there is more than one way to judge whether or not this was a great use of your time because you actually enjoy the activity you're doing and the sole focus isn't whether or not you feel like you are more connected. Number three, use technology. I have multiple podcast episodes about how to use Facebook groups as a way to meet new people, join local communities, find interests, and even episodes on how to take that connection outside of the virtual world and into the real one. You could also join an app like Bumble BFF. And you have those filters of the types of people you want to meet, the things you want to connect about. And that's the joy is you can use the internet and seriously, the search bar to put yourself in spaces with people who share those interests. Like we have Google, 
We have the tools. So another way to use technology would be to go out there and use the search bar and look up events and activities that center around the interests or the connection points of the people you want to meet. Do a little bit of prep work to put yourself in the places where you are most likely to succeed. Number four, opt for something that creates consistency for you. Join a group, a formal community, become a regular at a third place. Heck, just become a regular anywhere. Consistency is key. And if you can join a space or a group that allows consistency naturally, they have a scheduled meeting, you know when to show up, you make it when you can't and you skip when you are unable, that will help you so much because you won't have to do all that admin work on the back end of constantly setting up times to get together. You just see if it fits in your schedule, you try and make it a priority and you go. So put yourself in places whenever possible to just remove a little bit of that friendship admin work so that you can keep up the consistency. Number five, lean in to the people in your life that you already have. Now, a lot of people think that, you know, I have to go put myself out there and meet entirely new people and you don't have to do that. You have these filters, so use them and talk about them. Share your intentions, even if it's just offhand and say, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, join a running group this year. Tell your friends of friends, your networking groups, your coworkers, your past friends, classmates, just start spreading the word because you never know when somebody will have an introduction for you or a suggestion or they've done this exact thing or they're already a member and they'd love for you to join. So lean into the people you already have to amplify and expedite and make it just a little bit easier to achieve your friendship goals. Now, number six, be open to meeting new people and new versions of friends you already have. So when you go out into the world, put your phone down, look up, smile, say hello, make small talk, be open and inviting. It's hard to see the people that might fit into these connections that you're hoping to make if you're not looking. And I intentionally put on there like pay attention to the new versions of people you already know because when you start talking about this stuff with people you know, with friends or coworkers, people in your networking group, you may find that somebody maybe currently isn't into bird watching, but they've always wanted to try it. So be open to them also wanting to explore this. Maybe that connection that you have can enter a new version, even if it was unexpected and you never expected this person to want to go bird watching. It's possible. So be open to meeting new versions of people you already know. Now, I can talk generically about friendship goals, friendships, intentions, but I thought it might be helpful for me to just rapid fire off 20 ideas of friendship goals or intentions you might make. So these are going to kind of cover the spectrum of all the different types of connections in your life. I have some, you know, that work for family. I have some that work for acquaintances or communities, some that work for some of your closer friends. And this is by no means an exhaustive list, but hopefully it gives you some ideas of places you might start. Number one, find a new interest to share with a family member. So Quite often, 
we see our family because we see them at, you know, holidays or birthdays or gatherings, Sunday dinner. We see them because they're our family. But I think that it can be really powerful to try and find an actual like interest or connection point with a family member where it's like a thing you go do together. Maybe it's centers around sports or I mean pickleball pickleball just came to my mind it could be that like maybe that's something you and a parent go do together number two if your goal is to connect with your neighbors more to get to know your neighbors then the action you might take would be telling yourself that you are not going to put your airpods in for the five blocks after you leave your house Once you get outside that five block radius, you can pop them in and hit play. You can even turn noise canceling on. But for that five blocks, you're just going to remove one barrier of connection. You're going to look a little more open and approachable. Number three, if your goal is to get more connected with people who share a similar interest, we'll use watercolor. Join a new group or event that focuses on that interest. So get online. Search for a local watercolor class, sign up for the eight class series, and go. Show up every time. And don't just go to learn watercolor. Like, go and say hi to the other people that are there. Ask them if they're going to sign up for the next series. Chat with them for five minutes after class. They don't have to be big shifts. You can do little things. Number four, If a goal is, again, to become more connected with people with a certain interest, then join an online community that surrounds that interest. So we'll go with watercolors and become more active. This could be as simple as following a watercolor hashtag on Instagram or TikTok and actually commenting and then maybe like DMing some of these people and getting to know them instead of lurking and watching, actually engage. Number five, set some friendship admin time on your calendar. So if you're somebody who's always saying, I don't have time, make a decision that this is a priority. Put two 15-minute blocks on your calendar every week and show up and fill them with something, anything. Respond to text messages, make a quick phone call, send a voice memo, do some planning. You know, Say that you've invited a friend to get together for dinner. Make the reservations. Use this time to support your friendships. Number six, commit to connecting with one friend a month, whatever that means to you. This one has a very wide spectrum of how involved this has to be. It could be everything from sending one text message, if that's your capacity, to getting dinner or a movie or an art gallery showing with a friend. So a couple hours, it could be one friend day maybe even pack in a couple friends on that one day, like a brunch and then a walk and then a dinner. I don't know if that's your capacity, right? Could be one weekend with friends a quarter. Whatever it is, decide on your cadence and make a commitment to connect with one friend at a regular interval. Well, I don't mean one friend. Like connect with friends. Although it could be one friend. Number seven, if you have people in your life that you enjoy. Let's say a coworker for this example, and you would love to just get to know them a little bit better. Then your action is going to be initiating an offshoot activity. And if you've never heard me talk about an offshoot activity before, this is taking a coworker for this example, somebody you see regularly, 
and suggesting an activity that is just before or after the way you normally see them. So in this case, inviting a coworker to get drinks after work. That could be it. In- inviting a coworker to go to a networking event together. It is something that is like parallel to the way you already see them. It's not that big of an ask. It's kind of just like an add-on, which is why I call it an offshoot activity. But it gives you just a little bit more time to connect one-on-one. So take the initiative and invite someone to an offshoot activity. Number eight, if you have an established friend and that friendship feels a little stale, it feels a little off, why don't you try and invigorate it a little bit? Suggest a new activity with an established friend. So you're going to have to spend a couple minutes thinking about ways that your friend has mentioned wanting to get together. And it could be anything from like one of your closest friends. This is going to be a little easier to, let's say, a defined friend like a coworker. Maybe a coworker in a casual conversation at the office mentioned that they've wanted to be more active, that they have been thinking about trying boxing. And you know what? You've always wanted to try boxing. So you say, hey, do you want to go boxing together after work one night? And now you are establishing an entirely new way you spend time with this person. So that could be your goal, to suggest one new activity with an established friend. Number nine, put yourself out there, commit to attending one gathering of some sort a month. Could be your local farmer's market, could be a reading at the library, could be The monthly movie night your friend attends, but you just never really go to. Whatever it is, pick one gathering and go. That could be your intention or goal. Number 10, have a conversation you've been putting off. Now, this could be like a hard conversation with a friend that actually is really like a a moment of repair and a bigger thing. It also could just be something simple. Could be like, hey, I feel like we've been missing each other. How is life for you? Wherever on that spectrum it is for you, just deciding that you are not going to kick the can further and further down. You're not going to allow this to live on your to-do list anymore. You're just going to reach out and initiate the conversation. Number 11, try out a new platform or way to connect with friends. Directly ask them to try something new. I recently did this. I have a friend who is in a season of life right now where it is truly not feasible for her to be scheduling FaceTime calls. Like she just doesn't have the consistency. She doesn't know if she'll be available. And I get that. But I want to maintain our friendship. So I said to her, hey, can we try Marco Polo? You guys have heard me talk about how I love Marco Polo before. Can we try Marco Polo? I think it would be great because you could just talk to me for a minute, two minutes. You can throw it on the floor. You can start it and stop it. You can listen to me, but pause it. Whatever it is, I want to try this as a way for us to maintain regular contact. But of course, there's a little vulnerability there because like, I don't know if she's going to like that. So that's why this could be an intention or a goal for you. Number 12, take the lead on that group trip that has lived in the chat forever. Like decide this is the year that's going to happen and be the initiator. Start planning the logistics. That doesn't mean you have to do all the work. You don't have to do all the research, but you got to get the ball moving. And then you got to like delegate out, you know, who's going to research hotels, who's going to do this. I mean, maybe you take it all on. You don't have to. Your intention could just be, we are making this happen this year. 
I am going to start the conversation. I'm going to brainstorm and figure out how we can make this happen. Number 13, your intention or goal could be to connect friends of friends, like connect your friends with other friends. That's what I meant by that. Now, why is this a great intention? You know, when you invite friends from different areas of your life together, there's some vulnerability in that because somebody might know like work Alex and somebody might know Alex who goes on vacation, like vacation Alex. And inviting them together gives you different pieces of who I am. There's some vulnerability in that, but it allows your friends to kind of piece together who you are. So make it an intention maybe to introduce your friends from different groups of your life, different areas of your life together. Number 14, if you have somebody that you love connecting with, but you only ever see them in a group setting and you wish you were closer, then your intention could be to suggest a one-on-one hangout. This could just be one time in the next three months. Put yourself out there and ask that person like, hey, can we just get together for a walk or coffee or this class or whatever it is? But initiate one-on-one time. If you feel like you really enjoy this person, but you never can really feel that connected to them because you're just always battling the group, then be intentional and make it a goal to set up some one-on-one time together. Number 15, be a connector. Make it a goal that once a month, when you're in the shower, you're going to spend the entire shower just thinking about like friends that you could connect with each other that would be great. And then make it a priority to send that intro text or invite them together to something. We all know that we love that connector friend who just gives us the intro we want. Like you can be that. Decide that's your intention if it's something that calls to you. Number 16, start a reoccurring gathering. This could be as simple as, hey, friends, my doors are open the first Friday of every month, 8 p.m., movie night at my house. And commit to this year, or maybe the next three months or six months, whatever it is, you're going to host movie night. You're going to pop some popcorn. You're going to open the door. You're going to send that text message on Monday, and you're going to see who shows up. Number 17, you're going to use your words of affirmation this year. You don't want your friends to ever doubt how you feel about them. So your goal is going to be to send one appreciation text to a friend every week. That could be your goal. I mean, it could even just be like, hey, I've been thinking about you. I hope you're doing well. Or I was just thinking back to senior year of college when you always did this thing for me. I really appreciate it. Or thanks for being my inspiration recently. Like I can see that your consistency is paying off and I want you to know that it's rubbing off on me. Number 18. An intention could be to be better about important dates, birthdays, anniversaries, milestones. Could be just sitting down for, I don't know, 30 minutes and putting this stuff in your calendar and really trying your best to send that text message off on those important days. Number 19. An intention or goal could be seeing friends that live far away and making it a priority to use whatever time and finance resources, I know those are different for everybody, to see friends this year. So starting conversations and saying, hey, I really want to come see you what time of year or could we meet somewhere? Can I stay with you so I can budget accordingly? And get them in the calendar, book the flights, make it happen. That could be an intention or goal. Number 20, we've made it through this list. Number 20. I talked a little bit about this on my social media, but 
A goal or intention could be lowering the barrier for reaching out. And I know that's kind of generic, so I'm going to explain. I saw this video on TikTok about this woman who was talking about the emotional labor that goes into just like, honestly, any form of communication. You know, when you go to text a friend and you feel like it's been a while, so you have to send all these pleasantries, formalities, like, hey, how have you been? I saw that you did this. Congrats on that. Hey, by the way, do you have that recipe that we cooked last year on that friend trip? So when I say remove the lower, like lower the barrier of entry, do your friends really require all that stuff in the beginning? Could you just send the request? Because now they also have to respond with way more questions. And if you could just get to the point, maybe you would text more regularly and how are you doing and congrats would just kind of flow into your conversation more. On the flip side of that, you also could decide that you are going to lower the barrier of entry. Like you're going to start telling people your intention is to tell people, hey, you don't need to send me all that. Like just send me the thing. I'm not offended if you don't ask how I am every time. It's okay. It's really all right. And maybe that would mean that you would have more consistent communication because it would just feel easier. It would feel less overwhelming to send that message or pick up the phone if you could just kind of get to the point the way you did when you were more consistently in each other's lives. So those are my 20 examples. Now, I could give you a million more examples. And there are so many ways to structure this for yourself. But at the end of the day, it's all the same formula, the one you're already doing in so many other areas of your life. You're going to decide that this matters. You're going to spend some time to reflect. You're going to pick the vision that you have of where you want to go and hone in on it. You're going to choose one to three super simple, specific actions that you're going to do in the next couple months. You're going to actually take action on those. And then you're going to check back in. And the joy is that I know that seems kind of overwhelming in the beginning, but it's like any other thing you learn in life. I like to use this example of learning to play the guitar. I don't know how to play the guitar. So if I picked it up right now, I wouldn't know where to put my fingers, right? I'd have to like pull up YouTube and I'd have to mess around with it. And every time I pick up the guitar, I would feel a little bit more comfortable about where I put my fingers, about how I use the pick. Okay, nobody come at me because I'm probably going to say it wrong. Like how I strum the strings. Is that right? (laughs) You get where I'm going with this. Like every time you become more comfortable and you spend less energy thinking about where you're putting your hands, you just do it naturally. And you fine tune as you go, you make these little shifts. Friendship, community, connection is no different. In the beginning, it's going to take a decent amount of brain power. But over time, you're going to start to just kind of check in on your vision, like out and about in your life. You're going to realize that there's some small shifts and you're going to make them. And maybe there's some bigger ones that you actually have to keep checking in and being a little more intentional about. But overall, this will become like second nature. At this point, I don't spend a ton of time. I just notice that I want to shift and I decide on the smallest action I can implement and I go after it. So I hope that you will rally, that you will push yourself through the initial piece of this where it feels uncomfortable and new because I really would love for all of you to get to a place where it really just is that fine-tuning as life goes on. With that, I'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Friendship IRL. I am so honored to have these conversations with you, but 
don't let the chat die here. Send me a voice message. I created a special website just to chat with you. You can find it at alexalex.chat. You can also find me on Instagram. My handle at it's alexalexander or go ahead and leave a review wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Now, if you want to take this conversation a step further, send this episode to a friend, tell them you found it interesting, and use what we just talked about as a conversation starter the next time you and your friend hang out. No need for a teary goodbye. I'll be back with a new episode next week.